Artlist.io. Music licensing reimagined. All right, everybody, welcome to the Bald Eagle Podcast. I'm Sean Cressman. I am the Bald Eagle. Oh, man. Exciting, exciting. Um, we have our first win. We're going to talk about a lot of things on the show today. Uh, we're going to do the most in-depth play-by-play analysis of our win against Detroit. Uh, we're going to talk about some injuries, talk about a lot of stuff. But first, let me change this banner here. All right. Second, let's talk about the rules of my podcast, right? So the Bald Eagle podcast has a couple of rules. Uh, hopefully you don't mind them. Uh, I like them. Uh, they're rules for a reason. Uh, rule number one, no politics. So um, I'm not suggesting that you are or aren't, uh, uh, don't have the right politics, uh, but I don't care. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter to me what your politics are. I don't care what you believe. Um, we won't talk about any of that stuff on the, on the air. This is all about football, and that's all I care about. Um, so we're only talking about uh, Eagles football. And that's the other part of my podcast. It is 100% Philadelphia Eagles. We don't talk about uh, any other teams unless, of course, they impact the Eagles. So we will talk uh, briefly about – we will mention uh, our NFC East opponents. But that's as far as scheduling and things like that. So uh, 100% Philadelphia Eagles. Now, um, I also don't talk about my personal information. Um, I don't talk about the player's personal information. You'll see me looking to the, I guess that's your right, um, my left uh, every once in a while because I am streaming on Instagram Live as well. Unfortunately, Instagram uh, doesn't have the APIs for me to go directly this way. So I got I to gotta keep a look. I got to keep an eye out for the grammars, right? <laughs> that's even a, a word. Uh, so I don't, I don't talk about anything personal. I don't care what the players do in their personal lives, uh, what they buy, who they date, uh, unless it affects their performance. Then we talk about it. Um, and lastly, I'm not censored. I say whatever the fuck I want. Um, so if you got kids around and you don't want them to hear shit and ass, then you might want to tell them to go into another room or do the, the whole ears thing with the muffin ears. I, I don't know. Um, I don't have young kids anymore. Okay, the Bald Eagle podcast, and I said it once, uh, actually may, may have just been on Instagram, uh, but the Bald Eagle podcast is your destination for the most in-depth play-by-play analysis of all regular season and postseason games. Um, a lot of people that love football love this part of my show. I love football. I love this part of my show. But essentially, you're going to get uh, viewpoints here that you won't hear anywhere else. Um, you're going to get uh, descriptions of plays, in-depth descriptions. So if you're essentially new to football, it might help you understand things a little bit better because I explain where players make mistakes and where they should have done a better job. Um, so the home of the most in-depth play-by-play analysis. Uh, 
Now you'll notice at the bottom here, uh, scrolling uh, at the bottom, uh, there's a sponsor. So uh, the Bald Eagle podcast is part of the Philly Sports Alliance. It's a whole group of, of sports podcasts, and I'll talk about their lineup in a minute. Um, not in a minute, at the end. Uh, but we have sponsors, and one of our sponsors is La Terrain Watches. And you look at the bottom uh, to see the name. I don't want to spell it out. It's it's not the easiest name to 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 spell out or to remember. That's why I put it at the bottom here. But La Terrain um, is a an accessory company. Uh, they specialize in watches uh, and other types of accessories for uh, for everybody, men, women, uh, everybody in between. Um, and they're great. Uh, and now, in addition to having uh, a wide variety of, of uh, cost-efficient uh, or cost-effective uh, accessories, they also have really nice expensive stuff. Uh, but if you're going to go there and spend some money, why not get uh, some money off, right? Why not to save some money? So you can see at the bottom there, we enter the code PSA. Uh, in the, I guess, a coupon code, and you'll get a discount uh, just because you're you're part of the Philly Sports Alliance, and that's something to be proud about. Um, okay, now one other thing that I want to talk about before we get into the real good stuff uh, is Philly Sports Trips. So uh, Philly Sports Alliance has partnered with Philly Sports Trips um, to charter a bus to our Week Three game at the Commanders in DC. Uh, so essentially, what that means is you go to phillysportstrips.com. You find the week three game at um, at uh, the Commanders. Sign up, and again, if you when it asks you how you heard of it, you put PSA or Philly Sports Alliance in that line, and you'll be on the same bus as all of us. Now it's just not just going to be Philly Sports Alliance people. There's other Philly podcast hosts. There's other Philly uh, uh, sports um, uh, people, um, and there's a lot of stuff that goes along with it, other than a chartered bus down to the game and and tickets. Of course, you get those two things. You might get a T-shirt. I'm hearing rumors. Um, I think I heard other rumors that Hollis Thomas might be involved. Um, so you might want to check that out. Um, I mentioned there's going to be people from other podcasts and Philly uh, sports shows. Um, the charter bus is a round trip from Lincoln Financial Field to, uh, is it still FedEx? I don't think it's, I don't know if it's FedEx Field anymore, um, to the Commander's Field. Um, there's food, there's drinks, and the tickets are lower level, so they're good seats. So um, have somebody drop you off at the link, get hammered, uh, watch the Eagles crush Carson Wentz, um, take a nap on the way home, and then uh, and then have somebody pick you up at the link so you don't have to drive home uh, and have a great time. Uh, but go to phillysportstrips.com. Now, I've, I've spoken or talked about the trip down to D.C., but they do a lot of Philly sports trips. It's not just uh, the 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 week three at Washington. I believe they do all of, of the Eagles away games and a lot of the Phillies and, and Flyers. I think they do a bunch of other uh, Philly sports as well. So uh, go check that out. All right, let's get to our countdown. We're in the regular season, so we're basically just counting down to the next game. So that's what we're going to talk about quickly. Um, we got five days until our week two game. It's a Monday night football game against Minnesota. It's our home opener uh, in Philly. Um, so we got five days to our home opener. Exciting stuff. And and not a gimme. <laughs> That's going to be a probably going to be a difficult game. Minnesota is a formidable team, um, but we, of course, are up to the challenge. Um, so let's recap our uh, our schedule here. Week one at Detroit, we beat them 38 to 35. Our record's now one and one. Uh, week two, uh, we're at home our, uh, on Monday Night Football, our home opener against Minnesota. Uh, that's at 8.30 p.m. this, this Monday. Uh, week three at Washington, that's Sunday, September 25th. 1 p.m. That's the game that we're doing a Philly Sports Chartered Bus to. Uh, week four at home against Jacksonville, Sunday, October 2nd, 1 p.m. Week five at Arizona, Sunday, October 9th, 4.25 p.m. Week six uh, at 
I'm sorry, at home against Dallas, Sunday night football, October 16th, 8.20 p.m. Uh, we'll see if Dak is healthy for that game. There's rumors that he could possibly be. Um, week uh, seven, we have an early buy, not a fan. Week eight, at home against Pittsburgh, Sunday, October 30th, 1 p.m. Week nine, at Houston, Thursday night football, November 3rd, 8.15 p.m. Week 10, at home, the commanders come to the link. Carson Wentz returns to the link. Monday night football, November 14th, 8.15 p.m. And I skipped over it again. Week four, at Jacksonville, that's when Doug Peterson returns to the link. Uh, week 11, at Indianapolis, Sunday, November 20th, 1 p.m. Uh, week 12, at home against the Packers, Sunday night football, November 27th, 8.20 p.m. Week 13, at home against the Titans, Sunday, December 4th, 1 p.m. Week 14, and this starts a three-game away stretch. Week 14, at the Giants, Sunday, December 11th, 1 p.m. Week 15, at the Bears, Sunday, December 18th, 1 p.m. Uh, week 16, at the Cowgirls, Saturday, December 14th, early Christmas gift. We crush them. 4.25 p.m. Let me wave to an Instagram person. Uh, and then we have a two-game home, uh, a season-ending home stretch. Week 17 at home against the Saints. Uh, New Year's Day, 1 p.m. And week 18 at home against the Giants, to be determined. Uh, I've been checking on that. And in fact, the whole schedule on uh, the week of uh, week 18 is to be determined. So uh, it should either be Saturday or Sunday, the, the 7th or 8th of January. Don't know which day, don't know what time. Uh, then we have the NFL wildcard round, which is January 14th and 15th, 2023. The divisional round the next week, 21st and 22nd. Uh, conference championships the next week, January 29th. The Pro Bowl, February 5th, 2023. And ending the season, in my opinion, although not technically, Sunday, February 12th, 2023 is Super Bowl 57. The Eagles will play some AFC opponent at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. All right, let's do a quick draft recap. And these are getting shorter. Uh, I'm not going to waste too much of your time for on this, but I do it to, to help with your memory. My memory shit. Uh, some of yours might be too. This will help you remember everything, right? Um, so in the most recent 2022 NFL draft, we had uh, five picks. I throw an AJ Brown there because it was so exciting to get him. Uh, first round, 13th overall, defensive tackle Jordan Davis from Georgia. Had a good game in limited time. Uh, we traded the 18th and 101st overall uh, our picks to Tennessee for wide receiver A.J. Brown. He had a great game. Uh, second round, 51st overall, center Cam Jurgens from Nebraska. Third round, 83rd overall, linebacker N'Kobe Dean from Georgia. Uh, sixth round, 181st overall, linebacker Kyron Johnson from Kansas. Sixth round, 198th overall, tight end Grant Calcacara from SMU. And we have three undrafted rookie free agent signings that made the final roster. Uh, Reed Blankenship, a safety from Middle Tennessee State. Josh Job, corner from uh, uh, Alabama. And Josh Sills, an offensive line from Oklahoma State. Okay. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm keep looking at Instagram um, because if you guys if you guys comment uh, on any. Uh, any platform that you're watching me, uh, whether it be YouTube or uh, um, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, um, I'll not on Instagram. I can't I can't put your your comment on air on Instagram, but I'll 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 address it. I'll read it to everybody and then I'll uh, I'll answer or we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, so feel free to comment live and I'll I'll bring up your your comment on uh, on the air. You'll be you'll get famous. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so that leaves. 2023, we have uh, a handful of picks. We have two first-rounders. That's important to know because if Jalen Hurts, I mean, he had a good game against Detroit, and we'll talk about that more later. 
but if he has a disappointing season, we have the capital to uh, to get our franchise quarterback if it's not him. We have a second round, a third round, a fourth round, and two seventh rounders. And the 2024 draft, we have a first rounder, two seconds, a third, two fourths, one of those from Minnesota that could become a fifth rounder, a fifth, uh, a sixth, and our sixth is either ours or the Titans, whichever is better. Okay, let's get to the most in-depth play-by-play analysis anywhere. Uh, we're going to talk about the game against the Detroit Lions. So, uh, first quarter starts. Uh, we kick off. It's a touchback. Uh, Detroit gets the ball first and ten on their twenty-five. Goff throws a pass short left to to, uh, to Swift for twenty uh, for a, a yard loss. Um, Kaiser White does an excellent job reading Goff's eyes, runs down the target, and tackles uh, tackles Swift for a loss. Excellent play by Kaiser White, who um, made a difference, I think, more in the in the passing game than he did running game. Um, second and eleven on Detroit's twenty-four. Goff is under center. We bring four, uh, but all are blocked perfectly. And that was a that was a a, a theme uh, throughout the game. Uh, Swift had a had a, a monster game against us. And it wasn't necessarily he, he he read his blocks well, and that's really what he did. Um, oftentimes, their offensive linemen were not only able to block our defensive linemen, uh, but to get in the second level and block our linebackers, and that lets Swift run straight past the linebackers to get into our secondary. Uh, and that's what happened on this second play of the game. Uh, their linemen have both of our defensive linemen and linebackers blocked. Swift runs through a wide open hole, and he's faced with one-on-one versus Bradbury, who, who throws an arm tackle. Um, Swift runs through the arm tackle. Kaiser White makes a diving attempt but misses, uh, and Swift runs untouched for another 45 yards until Slay's able to catch up to him and tackle him. Uh, no one made a play. Uh, that was really disappointing in the second play of the game, and, but, it was, but it, was happened, it basically happened the rest of the game. Um, it, was, it was kind of a, a, a premonition of what was going to happen. It was unfortunate. Um, so that gave the, the Lions first and 10 on our 26. They ran uh, Williams up the middle for seven yards. Again, their linemen easily block our four offensive li- uh, defensive linemen. Uh, and again, even on the second level with our linebackers, huge hole. Slade has to come up and make the tackle. Not a good sign when your corners are making tackles on running back. That's not the way it's supposed to be. That brings up a second and third on our 19. They run Williams up the middle for uh, four yards. Uh, that brings up a first and 10 on our 15. Uh, Goff goes from the gun, throws a pass to the right to Chark. Uh, it's incomplete. We bring four, are unable to get uh, pressure. Uh, it is an accurate pass, but Chark drops it. And there were a number of drops um, on the Lions side, which made our defense look better. We then had two successful Detroit Lion false starts. So uh, it was second and 10 on our 15. Stenberg false starts becomes second and 15 on our 20. Stenberg false starts. So we're down to second and 20 uh, on our 25. They run Swift up the middle again. Uh, This time he gets 11 yards. Again, all of our linemen and linebackers were blocked. Swift gets to the second level. Um, Third and nine on our 14. Goff throws a pass this time on the left to Hawkinson. We bring four, no pressure. Reynolds runs deep, and Hawkinson runs underneath. Uh, Reynolds gets in Gardner Johnson's way, which slows him down. Hawkinson gets open. Easy nine-yard pass and a first and goal on our five. Uh, They run Williams up the middle. He only gets four yards. TJ Edwards goes for the wrong hole, and Epps has to come up and make a a temporarily touchdown-saving tackle. Um, And then second and and goal on our one. Uh, They run Williams to the right. Epps and TJ Edwards do a great job plugging up the hole and stop Williams at the one. They just don't wrap, right? Uh, and and he's able to, to spin around them and get in. Uh, 
um, bounces off their hits, uh, easily scores a touchdown. So right away, the score is seven to nothing in favor of the Lions. That was a nine play, 75 yard drive uh, that took four minutes and 42 seconds off the clock. They kick, we get a touchback, uh, we get the ball first and 10 on our 25. Um, uh, Hurts in the shotgun, uh, runs to the to the left. It's an RPO. Um, he keeps the ball, runs left. Stahl does uh, Jack Stahl, one of our uh, tight ends, does an excellent job with the lead block. He gets eight yards. Uh, that brings up a second and two on our 33. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. Malata allows a, a defensive a, a Detroit defender inside of him unblocked. I wasn't able to get all the names because um, the uh, the all 22 was not very clear for some reason last night. Um, so he lets him in unblocked, immediately puts pressure on Hertz, who does an excellent job avoiding the sack. Unfortunately, and this is the only complaint that I have of Hertz through this game, and I, I, I believe it's uh, something that can be meaningful long term. Um, but I think it's something he can get a handle on. Uh, but he, but he uh, avoids the pressure and doesn't just avoid the pressure and stay in the pocket. Uh, he runs. So um, in this instance, he tucks the ball and runs. Um, he misses Goddard, uh, who was open about 20 yards downfield. Now, not a horrible, horrible decision because on second and two, he did get 11 yards and he got a first down. Uh, but remember, every time he runs is another opportunity, unfortunate opportunity for him to get hurt. And that's what I don't want. Um, a quarterback is a clearly no good if he's injured. So 11-yard run gives us a first and 10 on our 44. Hertz is in the gun. Watkins is in motion right to left. They fake the handoff to Sanders. Uh, Hughes comes in unblocked and is able to immediately put pressure on Hertz, who's able to get the ball away, but it's a poor pass. Goddard's covered, and it falls incomplete. Fortunately, ever incomplete and not, and not intercepted. Brings up second and 10 on our 44. Uh, Hertz throws a screen to the left. It looks like it, it's blocked. Um, had the throw been accurate, Gamewell only had one defender to beat uh, for a long gain. Brings up third and 10 on our 44. Goddard false starts. Um, that brings up third and 15 on our 39. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. Hutchison bull rushes Sam Alu into Hertz, who does a great job running to his right to avoid the sack. He, again, Hertz did an excellent job avoiding pressure. Um, I'll, absolutely. Um, uh, so he avoids the sack. He has a wide open Goddard, uh, streaking from left to right in front of him. Instead, he keeps the ball. Uh, he runs for 16 yards, gets a first down, but the pass to Goddard would have been a longer play, uh, and would have been a safer play. Uh, so that brings up first and 10 on Detroit's 45. We run Sanders to the right for five yards, brings up second and five on Detroit's 40. Hertz is in the gun again. He drops back. Initially, he has good protection, but Hutchinson, who was a, a mean, who had an impact on the game, a significant impact, is able to get inside on Lane Johnson. Hertz rolls to his right, throws an accurate pass to the left sideline to Devonta, who's able to get his hands on it. It actually was a pretty good pass. I, you know, I'll tell you, everybody complained about uh, Hertz doesn't have a strong arm. Hertz isn't accurate. He, when he threw the ball, he was pretty good. He was, he was relatively accurate. Missing receivers is one thing. Uh, not being able to throw the ball to him is another. This was an accurate pass on the sidelines. Devontae Smith does a good job dragging his feet and extending his arms. He just can't catch the ball. Just can't hold on to it. Um, good pass by Hertz. Way to, way to avoid the sack. Um, way to look downfield, find an open receiver. Um, Devontae Smith just dropped it. Uh, so that brings up third and five on Detroit's 40. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. They bring six. Uh, we fake to Sanders, who runs to the right and looks to help block. But there was plenty of linemen on the right side of the uh, of the of the line. Um, on the left side, on the other hand, co their corner Hughes is able to rush Hertz untouched. 
Um, now I know that that was sort of a, a, a poor play, and uh, but you know maybe Sanders after he looks around and sees a sea of linemen in front of him, he, he perhaps looks to the other side and helps block. Um, he didn't though. Um, Hertz immediately throws a deep ball to Devonte Smith. It's poorly thrown. Uh, Devonte Smith can barely make a play on it. Fortunately, it falls incomplete and is not intercepted. So that brings up a fourth and five on Detroit's forty. We go for it. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. Detroit drops drops their right defensive end and rushes their left linebacker. So they set up in a uh, in a, a four set. Um, you know, and you expect all four to come in, but they drop the right end and bring the left linebacker. Um, which can be confusing to linemen, right? Anytime the guys don't come from where you expect them um, or they cross, which are st- very common stunts. It can throw our, our it was very, very su- uh, successful against us last year, uh, but we do a good job picking it up. No one gets open, unfortunately, and uh, Hurts throws a poor pass to a covered Brown. Uh, fortunately, it falls incomplete, but we uh, give the ball to the Lions on downs. So the Lions take over with seven minutes and 10 seconds left in the first quarter, first and 10 on their 41. Uh, Goff throws a short pass to the right to St. Brown. Uh, we bring a corner blitz. Epps does an excellent job breaking on the ball, hits St. Brown right as he catches it for a two-yard loss. So great play by Epps, who had a really good game too, um, and hopefully will emerge as, uh, as a good playmaker. That brings up second and 12 on, def- on D- Detroit's 39. Uh, they run Swift to the right. We can't shed any blocks. Uh, he gets six yards pretty easily. Um, tackled by Sweat and Slay. Again, not good when your corners are hitting running backs. Uh, that brings up third and six on their own 45. Goff is in the gun. We bring seven. Sweat and Gardner Johnson put pressure on Goff, who is forced to throw a poor pass to St. Brown, and, and it falls to the ground incomplete. So good good series. Uh, I mean, we didn't do great on second and 12 with that six-yard run, but we kept them uh, three and out. So great, great uh, uh, series by the defense. So fourth and six, Detroit uh, punts. Um, we get the ball uh, first and 10 on our 18 uh, with five minutes and 51 seconds left in the first quarter. Uh, first play is a is a penalty on Quez Watkins, false start, first and 15 on our 13. Hertz throws a pass over the middle to A.J. Brown uh, for 10 yards. He has great protection. Offensive line does a good job. Uh, it's a quick, accurate throw, and Brown does a great job of running after the catch. Uh, what, which is what he's known for, yak yards, right? Uh, so that brings up a second and five on our 23. Hertz is in the gun again. Uh, he throws a, a pass again to A.J. Brown uh, over the middle. Uh, he has great protection. Uh, a run wary, I hope I'm saying that, gives Brown a, a good six-plus yards cushion. So that's what you get when you're A.J. Brown, right? Um, A.J. Brown has some of the best numbers in the NFL, especially on long passes, uh, very physical. So, so corners are going to give him extra space so, they don't, so he doesn't burn them deep. Um, that six-yard uh, cushion allows uh, Brown to get wide open. Hertz throws a quick, accurate pass for 11 yards, and we got a first and 20 on our 30, on our 31. Ah, ah, no, that that was actually I, I apologize. Milada uh, holds on that play, so that 11 yard is is taken back. Um, his defender gets around him. He has to hold, and uh, and there's a 10-yard penalty. So we're back to first and 20 on our 31. Uh, Hertz runs to the left for. He's in the gun. He drops back. He has excellent coverage. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, pr- excellent um, uh, uh, protection, but no one's open. Uh, eventually, he rolls left, but no one gets open. He keeps it, runs for three yards. Um, great job by the offensive line. Uh, you want him to be able to sit back there and, and make some decisions, even if he feels pressure when it's not there. Great job by Hertz for trying to buy time and avoid a sack. Um, and this, in this situation, there was nowhere to go. So, of course, you want him to run the ball, right? 
Um, so that bring up seven, second and, and 17 on our 34. Uh, Hertz throws a pass to the right to Miles Sanders. He has excellent protection. Uh, he stands back there all day. He did have Devontae Smith uh, open deep over the middle, but chooses to dump it off to Sanders. Still an 11-yard completion. Brings up third and six on our 45. Hertz is in the gun again. He drops back. Initially, he has good protection, but again, no one's open. He climbs the pocket, sees Hutchinson move right. Got to keep an eye on that guy. So he rolls left. Uh, misses a wide open gain well on the left of the sideline because he started moving and started running and he's just struggles to, uh, once he starts running, he doesn't stop. <laughs> um, so he, he, he tucks the ball, runs for 10 yards. Um, this is, I believe one of the, one of the few, um, hits that appeared to be late. Um, had a couple of those, which I think, you know, I think in one of my earlier shows, we talked about, uh, what an, what the NFL ref emphasis Sisses are going to be this year. Um, they're going to put an emphasis, or they're going to they're going to put less of an emphasis on quarterback contact unless it's meaningful. And maybe that's part of the reason why they didn't call um, all those what I thought were late hits on on Hertz as he was sliding. Um, so that that might be part of it. But it seemed like it was a. I don't think I don't think that there it's a flex. I mean, I guess in theory the NFL can do anything, um, but I, I don't think that it's uh, a flex. They could they could flex it, but I, there are rules to that, and I don't know all the rules, Jim. Um, I honestly don't know all the flex scheduling rules. I don't I don't think I don't know. Even if even if um, even if her uh, even if um, Prescott isn't back, it's still a good game. Eagles Eagles Cowboys. I think uh, I think they would still air it. Um, so my point on the last play where he slid and got hurt is that there was an open Gainwell on the left sideline. Had he thrown the ball to Gainwell, he would have avoided the possibility of getting hit altogether. Um, so that uh, that brings up second and 17. No, that brings up... Uh, uh, okay, so he did run. So on that play, he did run for 10 yards, third and six. So we, at least he got a first down. Uh, and I know I'm being picky, right? Everybody's probably going to say, Sean, you're, you're really picking, uh, being nitpicky, but uh, you know, I don't want him to run so much if he doesn't have to. So we have a first and 10 on De Detroit's, uh, 45 Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. He has great protection. Uh, Aaron Weyer is man on Brown and attempts to jam him, but Brown slips out of the way and is wide open down the field. Hertz finds him quick. Uh, but this is the one where he throws that short pass. Um, Brown's able to catch it, but if Hertz is able to lead him a little bit more, um, there's an opportunity for more yards. But still, still a completion. Uh, Hertz still recognized the open uh, man and threw the ball pretty quickly. So that gives us a first and 10 on Detroit's 27. It's an RPO. Uh, Hertz keeps it and runs to the right. He slides down, but again, gets hit as he slides. Only gets two yards. Um, why? Again, I don't like... I mean, with Miles Sanders, who I think is one of the best backs in the league, um, and... You know, boss Kenny Gainwell, which I think is a great uh, uh, replacement. Boston Scott's pretty good too. Why, uh, why risk, you know, injury on your quarterback? I don't, I don't like those decisions. But anyway, uh, two yards on first and ten gives us a second and eight on Detroit's twenty-five. Hertz is in the gun again, throws a short pass this time to Gainwell. Uh, they bring five. Offensive line does a great job of picking it up. Gainwell is wide open underneath, and he and Hertz finds him quickly for four yards, and that would be the end of the first quarter. So the first quarter ends with the score seven and nothing. Second quarter starts. We got a third and four on Detroit's twenty-one. Uh, Hertz is in the gun again. Throws a pass over the middle to AJ Brown. He has great protection. Uh, Brown 
uh, runs a slightly, not a deep slant, uh, but a deeper than regular slant. Um, Hertz throws a perfect ball between a corner um, and the linebacker, and Brown breaks a few tackles for a 16-yard game. So great play, great, great throw by uh, by um, by Jalen Hurts. That's right. Uh, so uh, like, follow, and subscribe to the Bald Eagle Podcast on all social media. Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, I appreciate that. Um, so that uh, that 16-yard completion gives us a first and goal in Detroit's five. Hertz is in the gun again. Uh, we run play action to Scott. Um, he throws a quick pass to Brown, who was open, but the pass is knocked down at the line of scrimmage. So uh, that brings up second and goal on our five. Uh, we run Miles Sanders to the left for three yards, brings up third and goal on the two. Hertz runs to the right for one yard. And then we got fourth and goal on the one. And we run a play action fake to Sanders. Hertz rolls right and runs in untouched into the end zone. Uh, great play, great play call. Uh, extra points good. So that makes the score seven to seven. That was a 13 play, 82 yard drive that took seven minutes and 55 seconds off the clock. Uh, we kick the ball. The touchback, Detroit starts uh, their series first and 10 on their 25 with 12 minutes and 56 seconds left in the second quarter, first half. They run Swift to the right for a yard. Jordan Davis is in there. Jordan Davis, every time I watched him try them attempt to block Jordan Davis, I loved it because they didn't move him at all. He'd be standing there, and there would be a, a, you know, a, a defensive lineman or offensive lineman coming to tackle him from the left. He'd block him, and he would stay put, and then he'd drag him left or right down the line of scrimmage to get in the way of the running back. He, he did a, an amazing job, and we'll talk about his impact, although uh, he wasn't in there very often. We'll talk about his impact uh, and effect on the run game. But great play by Davis. He drags his blocker uh, down the line of scrimmage, makes the tackle, and Swift only gets one yard. Uh, so that brings up second and nine. Detroit's on their own 26. Uh, Swift runs up the middle this time for two yards. Edwards does a great job shedding his block, meets Swift in the hole, solid tackle, only a gain of two. So that brings up third and seven on, De on Detroit's 28. We bring five. Goff drop, drops back. We bring five. Tua Pulatu had a good game. He puts pressure on Goff. Goff gets rid of the ball, um, and it's incomplete. Excellent. Another excellent series by the defense, both on run, rush, and uh, against the pass. Uh, so they punt. We get the ball first and 10 on our 29 with 11 minutes and 37 seconds left in the half. Hertz is in the gun. Uh, throws a pass to the right to Goddard for 11 yards. They bring five. Our offensive line does a great job picking it up. Goddard is able to find a spot over the middle, and Kurtz th Hertz throws a quick, accurate pass. Uh, I use that word because that's exactly what you want, a quick, accurate pass to an open receiver. That brings up first and 10 on our 40. Uh, Sanders runs to the right for nine yards. Miles Sanders, by the way, had, a, a, I think, a very good game. In one instance, he sort of missed the hole. Uh, but he was able to make up for it um, by maneuvering and, and creating a scene with other blockers. But but Miles Sanders, almost 100 yards, uh, really solid game. So that nine-yard run brings up a second and one on our 49. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. He has good protection. There's an accurate pass uh, to, to uh, tight end Togai, uh, but he drops it. Uh, drop pass. So that brings up third and one on our 49. Uh, we have too many yards on too many men on the field. Uh, so that brings up a third and six on our 44. Hot Hurts is in the shotgun and throws a pass to the left incomplete. Uh, so that brings up, uh, let's let's recap that scene. So, he, so he's in the gun, third and six uh, from our 44. They show a seven-man blitz, uh, but at the snap, two, black, two back out. Now, of course, 
Um, if you're an offense, you got a plan that they're going to bring all seven. Uh, when they drop two, that can affect, uh, you know, perhaps you could have called a different player or, or could have, you know, perhaps you audibled into something uh, with that seven man front. Um, even though they brought only five, Kelsey drops their linebacker board to pick up their defensive lineman, Bryant. Uh, board gets to put pressure on Hertz from the right. Hertz scrambles left and is able to throw the ball uh, before being caught from behind. He, he throws it to the ground. Now, um, yeah. Uh, Sanders was open in the flat um, uh, on the left-hand side, but Hertz was looking to the right the whole time, which I don't fault him for uh, because after they dropped those two guys, the majority of the people, the blitz came from Hertz's right-hand side. And essentially what you're supposed to do to beat a blitz is to throw in it. Uh, if, if a team, if a defense blitzes you, they have to bring extra man from this extra men from the secondary to rush you. Right? So that means there's less people in the back in the, secondary to cover your receivers um, you always want to throw into the blitz so if they're blitzing from the right sh typically the men that they're blitzing are coming from the right hand side which means there's somebody should be open so you immediately want to look to the right and blitz so so hertz did the right thing um, they were just able to get to him too quickly uh, so that brings up a fourth and six so we punt uh, the lions start the next drive first and 10 on their 22 with 10 minutes and four seconds left in the first half um <laughs> Goff is in the gun. Uh, he throws a pass to the right to Hawkinson incomplete. Cox is able to bull rush his guy, uh, which is right guard Stenberg, into Goff as he's throwing. Causes a poor pass and a completion. Um, Fletcher Cox, right? So let's uh, actually we'll talk about that. And you know we'll, we'll talk about the difference between him and Jordan Davis because there is a big difference. Davis is not going to be a pass rusher, and I don't think that's why we drafted him. Um, he's going to stop the run, and he did. Um, Cox is supposed to be a pass rusher, which means he's he's uh, susceptible to being blocked in the run, uh, and we'll talk about that on another play. Um, so that brings up second and 10 on Detroit's 22. Goff drops back again, uh, throws a pass over the middle to Hawkinson again, uh, but it's incomplete. We bring four, unable to get pressure. We That was another thing that we suffered from this game. We did not get a lot of pressure on Goff, which is disappointing um, with all the people that we have on our team. Hopefully it's a, uh, you know, and, and we did, I think, we did blitz a decent amount. Um, uh, you know, I wouldn't say we blitzed a lot, but in any effort, uh, or in any way, uh, Goff throws that to Hawkinson, but Edwards underneath, able to knock the ball down. If Edwards wasn't underneath, Slay was in coverage, and he would have knocked it down too. So great coverage by our secondary um, to, to, to break that up. Uh, that brings up third and 10 on Detroit's 20, uh, 22. Uh, Goff is in the gun again, drops back. We bring four. Unfortunately, can't get pressure. Goff throws to St. Brown. Uh, who's covered underneath by Epps and over the top by Gardner Johnson. Poor decision. Uh, a great break on the ball by Epps and Gardner Johnson to break it up, and it falls incomplete. Excellent, excellent series by our secondary. Um, in every situation, uh, we had uh, either pressure in his face with Cox or we had uh, great coverage in the secondary, not just one but two men on on uh, the receivers he was throwing to. So great job by the secondary. So they punt. We get the ball first and 10 on our 34 with nine minutes and 44 seconds left in the half. Hurts uh, in the gun. He drops back. There's a pass over the middle at A.J. Brown. It's a play action fake to Sanders. Great protection. Uh, quick, accurate throw for 12 yards and a first down. Uh, so we're at our 46. Um we run Miles Sanders up the middle. Uh, we do a great job blocking by the offensive line. Uh, the left-hand side of the of the line crashes down. There's a huge hole for Sanders. Goddard especially does an excellent job driving uh, Harris down the line of scrimmage. Uh, and there's a 13-yard uh, rush for a first down and 10 on Detroit's 41. Uh, 
Uh, we run Miles of Sanders again up the middle. Another great run by Sanders. Um, so uh, in this in this um, in this play, there was a hole, but there was a, a free man to Sanders' right. Um, if that guy continues on and tackles Sanders in the backfield, we're done. But Sanders pauses in the hole, which freezes that defensive line, Harris, who could have got him. Uh, then he moves a little bit right. Anzalone was in pursuit. He moves right, causing Anzalone to over-pursue. And there's immediately a scene he runs right through for eight yards. Great running by Miles Sanders. Uh, that brings up second and two on Detroit's 33. Hurts in the gun again. It's an RPO. He keeps it, uh, but nobody falls for it. Um, he's able to shuffle the ball out of the out of bounds to avoid a sack. It's a throwaway, uh, but that brings up third and two on Detroit's 33. Hertz is in the gun again. A.J. Brown's wide left, goes in motion left to right. Uh, Hurt fakes to Scott. Uh, their corner Hughes falls for the fake, leaving Goddard wide open in the left flat. Hertz finds him quick, throws an accurate pass, and Goddard runs for 24 yards for a first and goal on Detroit six. Great play. Um First and goal on Detroit six. Hertz is in the gun again. He drops back. Initially, he has good protection, but nobody gets open. Hutchison, which we've talked about a lot so far, gets around uh, Lane Johnson. Harris gets away from Goddard. Uh, they pressure Hertz, and he has to throw the ball away. So that brings up second and goal on Detroit six. Uh, we have a penalty. Delay of game. Never okay. Right? Delay of game penalties are never acceptable. We should always be mindful of the clock. Uh, so that brings up second and goal on Detroit's 11. Uh Detroit has too many men on the field. Thank goodness. So that brings up second and goal on the six. Uh, gun is in uh, <laughs> gun. Hertz is in the gun again. Uh, it's a planned run by Hertz. He goes left uh, and he gets five yards pushed out of bounds. Uh, so that brings up third and goal on Detroit's one. We run Miles Sanders up the middle for one yard. He gets a touchdown and the score is 14 to seven in favor of the Eagles. That was a eight play 66 yard drive that took two minutes and 10 seconds. We kick off. Detroit Lions get the ball first and 10 on their 25 with seven minutes and 34 seconds left in the half. Uh, they run Williams to the left for four yards, brings up second and six on their 29. They run Swift to the right for one yard. Uh, the whole defensive line this time does a great job blocking all the, the possible holes, right? <laughs> you know, there's gaps uh, in the line and there's planned spaces where these running backs are supposed to run. We do a great job clogging everything up. Uh, Swift tries to string it out. Epps does a great job tackling. Epps had a, a solid game. Um, I can't think, and 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 uh, and perhaps my memory will be refreshed by going through all this. I can't think of a bad play by Epps. I don't recall off the top of my head him doing. Well, there was one, right? There was one deep pass where I think he um, he he uh, perhaps wasn't in position. But we'll talk about that later. Um, in addition uh, to that, uh, one year only one year gain. Uh, Hawkinson held, uh, so it's a ten yard penalty. Gives the Lions second and sixteen on their nineteen. Uh, Goff is in the gun. He drops back, stares down their tight end Hawkinson, who's covered well by Kaiser White. Um, to Pilato swats their right guard, uh, Stenberg's hands out of the way, goes inside directly into Goff's face. Uh, right as Goff is getting rid of the ball, uh, he's getting hit. Uh, at the same time, Hawkinson doesn't feel like he's open. So Hawkinson, as he's throwing, as uh, turns away, as Goff is throwing the ball, Hawkinson cuts to the right to try and open up the pattern. If you're not aware, almost every uh, every NFL pattern has an extension to it. Uh, and Hawkinson felt like he wasn't open and wasn't going to get open, so he quick cut the pattern right. Um, that meant that he wasn't even there looking back. He didn't even contest the catch. Kaiser White's able to tip the ball. Bradbury's right there to grab it in the air. Uh, Bradbury makes one move to the sideline, uh, runs for a pick six untouched. 
So excellent play by Tua Pulatu, who puts uh, who puts pressure on um, on Goff, hits him as he's being uh, uh, as he's throwing, which means he can't he doesn't see that there's double coverage. Uh, even better job by Kaiser White in coverage. Bradbury for being around to get that pick and running it in for a, a pick six. So great play by the the defense. And uh, this is what's going to separate the any team from from the rest as far as being uh, a playoff slash Super Bowl contender is turnover ratio. Um, and so far we are plus one, which is amazing. Uh, we want to stay very high in that plus category. Um, we kick the extra point that makes the score 21 to seven. Uh, that was a zero play 27 yard drive. It took zero seconds off the clock. <laughs> um, so we kick the ball off. It's a touchback. Detroit starts their next drive first and 10 on their 25 with six minutes and 26 seconds left in the first half. Williams, right. Uh, William runs to the right for one yard. Jordan Davis again, blows up the hole. Uh, left guard Jackson has to cut block him. Um, which is the only which is the only time they were ever to ever successfully able to block Jordan Davis. Uh, they cut block him. He falls, but he falls in the way. That forces their running back Williams to cut to the left, where Kaiser White's w- waiting and ready to fill that hole with a solid tackle. That brings up second and nine on Detroit's twenty-six. Goff is in the gun, uh, throws a pass to the right to Chark. Chark is immediately hit after the catch by Slay. Only gets four yards. Good play. So that brings up third and five on, De- on Detroit on their own thirty. Uh, this time, Goff throws a deep pass uh, to the left-hand side. We bring five. We struggle to get any pressure on him. Um, I'm not sure who uh, made the the mistake, but either either TJ Edwards doesn't get deep enough in his zone, uh, or Epps gives Reynolds way too much of a cushion, uh, and, and and Reynolds gets open for a 25, 28-yard completion. So that's the one. I believe that's the one time that Epps perhaps. Um, didn't do what he should have. And now I could have been, it could have been, uh, it could have been on TJ Edwards. He could have had the, he could have been, you know, uh, uh, expected to be deeper in his coverage. Um, but, uh, but anyway, that's a 28 yard completion on third and five, which extends their drive. So they got a first and 10 on our 42 golf is in the gun. He throws a pass deep right to Chark. Uh, Maddox lines up on the right side, runs a corner blitz, puts pressure on golf who overthrows Chark, uh, who was, who was well covered by slay anyway. So uh, ball falls incomplete. That brings second and 10 uh, on our 42. They run Swift to the left. Uh, we bring four. TJ Edwards get blocked outside, tries to arm tackle Swift, who runs right through it for 13 yards. A lot of arm tackling, uh, not a lot of solid tackling uh, against the, the, the Lions. Um, that gives them a first and 10 on our 16. Goff is in the uh, under center again, throws a pass to Williams uh, over the middle. We bring four. Uh, we can't get any pressure. Uh, it's a quick pass, and TJ Edwards does a good job of closing immediately. It's only a two-yard gain. Uh, brings up second and eight on our 14s. They run swift to the left for seven yards. Uh, brings up third and one on our seven. Um, Williams runs up to the middle for no gain. Jordan Davis, again, stands in the middle. Is not moved. Uh, slides his blocker Stenberg down to the hole uh, and and stops the, the, the rush for no gain. That uh, we then have the two-minute warning, uh, and then Swift lines up uh, fourth and, and goal on our fourth and one on our seven. Uh, Swift runs for seven yards and scores a touchdown. That makes the score twenty-one to fourteen. That was a ten-play, seventy-five-yard drive. Took four minutes and thirty-one seconds off the clock. All right, um, they kick the ball off. Uh, Watkins runs it back for sixteen yards to our twenty-two. So we start this drive first and ten on our twenty-two with a minute and fifty-one seconds left in the half. 
We run Gainwell up the middle. He gets six yards. The whole offensive line crashes down to the left uh, of the line of scrimmage. If he's more patient, there's a huge hole all the way to the left. Uh, instead, he cuts slightly inside, still gets six yards, still a good run, but just something to be aware of. Um, on second and four, uh, on our 28, uh, Hertz is in the gun again. Has great protection. There's a pass over the middle of the gain yard. It's a quick, accurate throw. Gain well uh, for eight yards. Uh, brings up a first and 10 on our 36. Hertz is in the gun again. He drops back. They bring five, four of which are on the right side of our line. So they overwhelm the right side uh, of our offensive line. Uh, one of them is Safety Walker, who's able to get around the right side untouched, catches Hertz, be able, Hertz before he's able to see a wide open Quez Watkins, and he's sacked for a four-yard loss. So that brings up second and 14 on our 32. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. Their defensive lineman, Kaminsky, runs straight at Hertz. Kelsey looks to his right to block Hutchinson. Dickerson looks to his left to block Board, and Kaminsky runs untouched right at Hertz. A couple of times, I think it was at least three, uh, maybe only two, I don't know. Um, there was a little bit of miscommunication between uh, Dickerson and Kelsey. Um, if somebody says you have him, you, you know, if somebody commits to getting this guy, uh, you know, that, that would make this pass significantly different or this play significantly different. But, um, but nobody does. They, 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 one goes left, one goes right. Kamiski runs straight in the middle, untouched at Hertz. Now, Hertz does a great job of avoiding the sack, turns up field, runs for 10 yards. I'm not going to get mad at him for not looking downfield because this time nobody was open. So that brings third and four on our 42. Uh, I'm sorry, we call a timeout, 46 seconds left in the half, third and four on our 42, Hertz is in the gun again, he drops back, they bring four and do crossing stunts, so essentially, both outside defensive ends cut inside, so they all start, you know, there's four guys uh, that start at the line of scrimmage, it's a 4-3, um, the outside linemen, defensive linemen, uh, start to, to, to uh, you know, they, they rush, they take a step back, and then they go inside, Um we do a great job to, of picking that up. That can be difficult for our offensive linemen, uh, but we do a great job of picking it up. Hurts throws a deep pass to A.J. Brown, who was covered pretty well by Harris, but the pair, but the pass is perfectly placed where only Brown can reach it. Uh, Brown has to stretch his arms out, so he has to reach for the ball. Um, after he catches uh, the ball, Brown drags Harris another 15 yards down the field to the four-yard line. Uh, an excellent job by the offensive line picking up that crossing stunt. A perfect pass by Jalen Hurts. Uh, a great catch and uh, and and run for uh, for AJ Brown. Great uh, uh, great play. Uh, so that 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 fifty four yard pass brings us down to the four yard line. So we got first and goal on the four. Uh, we run Miles My Sanders to the left. He strings it out but loses a yard. We call our third timeout. We got fourteen seconds left in the game in the half. Second and goal on their five. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. They bring four. No pressure. Hertz throws a poor pass to an open Gainwell. Uh, hits the ground before he gets to, to Gainwell. If it's a better pass, odds are Gainwell's able to shake the one guy that's covering him and score a touchdown, um, but he doesn't. So that brings up third and goal on Detroit's five. Um, Hertz drops back again in the gun, throws to the right to A.J. Brown, but it's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. Um, he had good protection. I don't know if A.J. Brown was open. I couldn't figure that one out, um, but uh, the, the, the defensive lineman jumped up, knocked it down, so it doesn't matter. So we kick a field goal. Uh, 23-yard field goal. Uh, so that makes the score 24 to 14 in favor of the Eagles. That was a nine-play, 73-yard drive that took one minute and 49 seconds off the clock. Um, we kick off. They start first and ten on their 25 with six seconds left in the half, and Goff kneels, and that ends the first half. So the first half ends. We're up 24 to 14.
Uh, since we're at halftime, this is a great time to talk about one of our other sponsors. And you'll see it down here. Um, uh, oh, let me let me switch this up here. Six pack coverage. So six pack coverage is a uh, a multimedia company. I don't want to say they don't just have podcasts, uh, but they do have a lot of those. They have blogs and, and video uh, vlogs or whatever you want to call them. Um, but they don't just focus on sports. Six pack coverage has, of course they have sports because that's what a lot of people love, but they also have um, uh, uh, shows and blogs about food, uh, entertainment. Um, uh, they have things on finance, um, you know, a, a, a wide range of topics. So go to six pack coverage, check them out. We're streaming on their YouTube um, they stream on some of our uh, our platforms, so it's a great partnership. Uh, so check out Six Pack Coverage. <clears throat> All right, let's start the, uh, the the second half. Third quarter starts. Uh, they kick off. We get the ball first and ten on our eighteen. Um, they run Miles Sanders to the left. Harris is unable is able to get into the backfield untouched. Um, tackles him for a one yard loss. Uh, that brings up second and eleven on our seventeen. Hertz is in the gun again. Throws a screen to AJ Brown for five yards. Uh, I remember this one. AJ Brown was surprised to turn around after he got the screen that there was nobody there to block him. That hesitation cost him a couple yards, but uh, still got five. Brings up third and six on our 22. Hertz is in the gun again. Throws this time to AJ Brown on the right-hand side. Uh, Okuda gives Brown a nice six-yard cushion. Brown cuts outside, wide open. Uh, again, Kelsey and Dickerson go in different directions. One goes left, one goes right, which means Anzalone gets a free run at Hertz. Uh, thank goodness this time Gainwell picks it up uh, and uh, and Hurts throws that pass for 10 yards complete to A.J. Brown. Good job from on Gainway's, Gainway, <laughs> Gainwell's part uh, picking up that, that free blitzer. So that brings, up, uh, that brings up first and 10 on our 32. Run Gainwell up the middle for seven yards. Goddard does a great job blocking Hutchinson, who had a meaningful impact on the game I mentioned. You've heard his name a, a while, a lot. That brings up second and three on our 39. Run Gamewell up the middle again. Milana really doesn't black, block Harris, which is kind of unfortunate. He pushes him to, with one hand, and then he goes to get to the second level. Unfortunately, that push wasn't enough. Um, Harris uh, you know, cuts off that push to the hole and, uh, and is able to get uh, Gainwell uh, for only a, a gain of one yard. Um, you know, great that Malata is trying to get to the second level, like defensive, uh, Detroit's offensive line did to us uh, often. Uh, but it's more important to get that first guy well enough uh, so that your guy has a chance to even get into the second level. So that brings up a third and two on our 40. Hurts in the gun again. It's a play action to the right. Uh, throws to Pascal for seven yards. Quick, accurate pass. Uh, Pascal does a great job of, get, of getting open. Uh, Detroit calls their first timeout with 11 minutes and 34 seconds left in the third quarter. Um, we're first and 10 on our 47. We run Miles Sanders to the right again. Uh is great blocking this time by Milata redeems himself uh, and Dickerson at the line of scrimmage downfield. You find Kelsey and Sam Alu blocking uh, linebackers and corners. Sanders is able to go between the two of them to get uh, to the second level um, finds a, a real good seam runs for 24 yards. So um, great, uh, great job by, by Miles Sanders finding the, the sweet seams and great job by the offensive lineman, not only blocking at the line of scrimmage, but then downfield as well. In addition, Anzalone, uh, there was a penalty on Anzalone for unnecessary roughness. I don't remember why or what he did, um, but doesn't matter. Gave us 15 yards. So we got a first and 10 all the way down on Detroit's 14. Uh, Hertz is in the gun again. Looks like it's a plan run by Hertz uh, with a fake screen to gain well to the left. Uh, Hertz runs to the right and gains eight yards. 
Uh, brings up second and two on Detroit six. We run Gainwell up the middle for four yards. And that brings up first and goal on Detroit's two. Gainwell again to the left for two yards. And we score a touchdown. So that gets the score 31 to 14. It was a 10 play, 82 yard drive. It took four minutes and 39 seconds off the clock. We kick the ball off. It's a touchback. Detroit starts the next series, first and 10 on their 25, with 10 minutes and 25 seconds left, 21 seconds left in the third quarter. Goff throws a pass this time to the right to Hawkinson. Uh, Gardner Johnson tackles him immediately after two yards. It was a great open field tackle by Gardner Johnson. Brings up second and eight on Detroit's 27. Williams runs to the left this time. Uh, Reddick sheds the block by their tight end, Hawkinson, uh, easily to get into the backfield. Tackles Williams for a loss. Great play by Reddick. Brings up third and 10 on uh, Detroit has the ball on their own 25. Uh, they run swift up the middle. Uh, they did another good job uh, blocking both our defensive linemen and linebackers. No Jordan Davis on this play. Um, and and this is the play that made me think about the difference between Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis because Fletcher Cox is looking to rush the passer. So on this play, when the lineman went to block him, I think it was the lineman was blocking right. Uh, uh, Fletcher Cox was running left. Fletcher Cox just kind of goes with the block thinking that he'll you know he'll go around the the lineman and sack the quarterback turns out he just made that lineman's job very easy and 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 got out of the way for that run um and that's the difference you know when you think about the style of, of Fletcher Cox um who didn't have the best game wasn't wasn't a, a big contributor um and compare that to the style of Jordan Davis they're very different um, and neither of them do both extremely well. They each have their own, and I don't know that I could. You could argue that Cox does rushes the passer extremely well anymore, but uh, that's the difference. Cox is easily moved on some run plays, and this was one of those instances. Um, now, in addition to Cox easily being uh, being blocked to the to his. Uh, um, his left, um, and that's exactly where the ball was run right down his uh, right down his uh, uh, down that seam. Um, you know they blocked our linebackers too, and it was uh, it was a successful play for 16 yards. So it wasn't all his fault, but just the difference. And then and now here's the thing: uh, they both have their strengths. So who do you play? And how? And and, and you know. So my my theory would be uh, Jordan Davis is in there the majority of the time. Cox comes in when it's a clear passing play, um, because giving up a big run like this on third and 10, um, y- y- you know, can really deflate your defense. And and had had Jordan Davis been in there, most likely would not have been blocked as easily as Cox. And who knows what this would have would have turned into. Anyway, um, that 16-yard gave Detroit a first and 10 on their 41. Uh, they run Williams up the middle. Now, uh, Cox this time um, does a good job, redeems himself. I, don't, I, no, I wouldn't say redeems himself, right? We're going a little too far because a 16-yard uh, gain is pretty significant on third and 10. But um, he sheds the block. Uh, he wasn't trying to get a sack this time and makes a good tackle on Williams for a two-yard gain. That brings up second and eight. Detroit's on their own 43. Goff drops back again. We bring four. Can't get any pressure. Uh, Goff throws a pass to Williams. Um, great pass. Uh, Williams was open. He just dropped it. And this is the, the play that Barnett tore his ACL. Uh, which we'll get to later when we talk about injuries. Um, third and eight, uh, Detroit has the ball in their 43. Cox has a neutral zone infraction, five-yard penalty. Um, third and three on Detroit's, uh, Detroit has the ball in their own 48. Goff is in the gun again. We bring four. Can't get any pressure. Uh, Goff throws a well-placed ball to Chark, who was able to get a step on Bradbury for 13 yards and a first and 10 on, their, on our 39. Uh, Goff again drops back. 
We bring five. Hargrave's able to slide outside of their life left tackle Decker and hit Goff as he's throwing, causing a poor pass and almost an interception. It looked like Slay should have gotten it, uh, but it's a little too low and he doesn't catch it. Good coverage uh, by our defense and uh, good pressure by um, by Hargrave. Interesting enough, if you if you pay if you read the NFL's recap of this game, they credited Sweat with the with the pressure, and actually it was it was Hargrave ninety seven, not Sweat ninety four. So that brings up a second and 10. Uh, they have the ball in our 39. Goff is in the shotgun again. Throws a screen. It's well blocked. Hawkinson gets 16 yards. And a first and 10 on our 23. Uh, uh, Goff is in the gun again. Uh, we bring four. Can't get pressure. Uh, St. Brown cuts outside and has a step on Reddick. Goff throws a decent ball. Um, but it falls incomplete because St. Brown drops it. So we get another gift. A couple of drops. What was that three now? Uh, three balls that that where the receiver was open. Goff throws a decent pass, and the receiver ends up dropping it. So uh, better them than us. So that brings up second and 10. They have the ball in our 23. They run swift up the middle for three yards. Uh, that brings up third and seven on our 20. Goff is in the gun. He drops back. We bring four. We run that cross stunt. Um, Milton Williams is able to get outside of their left guard. Jackson pressures Goff to scramble to his left. Maddox closes in at the 18, but uh, Goff jukes Maddox. How embarrassing is that? Uh, a big, lanky, slow quarterback puts a move on uh, what is supposed to be a quicker, more, uh, um, uh, uh, more athletic nickel corner. But he does. Uh, makes that move at the 18. Um, and gets another eight yards for a first and goal on our 10. They run Williams up the left for six yards, uh, tackled by Hargrave and Epps. Brings up second and goal on our four. Uh, Gaff throw, Goff throws a, an incomplete pass over the middle to Reynolds. Brings up third and goal on our four. Goff is in the gun. We bring four. We're in man, and St. Brown goes in motion from left to right. I'm sorry, from right to left. It looks like Epps is supposed to cover him and reacts late. Um when Brown cuts inside, Epps is out of position. Hargrave is able to get around their left guard Jackson and pressure Goff, but not before he's able to throw that ball. It's an accurate pass to Brown. Epps isn't able to tackle Brown uh, before he runs into the end zone, and it is a four-yard touchdown throw. Uh, that makes the score Eagles 31, Detroit 20, 21. That was a 14-play, 75-yard drive. Took six minutes and 12 seconds off the clock. So now we um, we got four minutes. Uh, let's see, we got about four minutes left in the third quarter. This is when the Detroit Lions uh, attempted a onside kick, ballsy, smart, uh, out of nowhere play. Fortunately, Zach McPherson caught it, did advance it, um, so it was not successful. So good for us. So we got a first and ten, uh, good field position on Detroit's forty-nine with four minutes and eight seconds left in the third quarter. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. They bring five, including their corner Harris. Boston Scott does a good job picking him up, but but Hertz feels that pressure, even though it doesn't re really wasn't there. Scrambles to his left for six yards. Uh, it did look like Pascal was down uh, was open downfield. Would have preferred him to pass it, but uh, but he did not get hurt. So that brings up a second and four. Uh, we got the ball in Detroit's forty-three. Uh, we throw a screen to Brown. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't gain any yards. It's very well played by Okuda. Hits him immediately. Uh, so that brings up a third and four on Detroit's forty-three. Hertz is in the gun. He drops back. They bring four. Uh, we pick it up well. No one's open downfield. Hertz feels pressure and scrambles right, slides down. Uh, but this time he's hit by Walker, and this one was clearly, uh, clearly a uh, unnecessary roughing, um, unnecessary roughness. Uh, and I actually think that uh, there was helmet to helmet contact. Um, 
That brings up, gives us a first and 10 on Detroit's 23. Hertz is in the gun. They bring six. We do a great job of picking it up. Uh, Goddard does a really good job blocking, blocking their linebacker, Rodriguez, but only temporarily. He releases him. Hertz floats a pass over Rodriguez to a wide-open Goddard who cuts off a great block by Dickerson, breaks a few tackles, and gets down to the one-yard line. Almost a touchdown, right? If he would have leapt or, or had a little bit more momentum, uh, it would have been a touchdown. But great job by Goddard blocking, uh, fooling the lineman to think that uh, that he was going to stay and in, in, in protect. Uh, releasing him at the right time and a great play pass by Hertz to get it over the lineman uh, uh, for a good 22 yard completion and a first and goal on their one. And then we run Boston Scott up the middle for one yard and score a touchdown. So that was a, that makes the score us 38, uh, the lions 21. That was a five play 49 yard drive that took two minutes and 28 seconds off the clock. We kick the ball off. Uh, it's a touchback, so the Lions start the, get the the next drive first and 10 on their 25 with a minute and 41 seconds left in the third quarter. They run Swift to the left for four yards, brings up second and six on Detroit's on their own 29. Goff is under center. He drops back. We rush four. No pressure. Uh, we're in zone, and Slay follows Chark deep, allowing St. Brown to cut open underneath. Goff throws an excellent pass uh, for a 29-yard completion. Um, I believe the way I looked at it, that Epps was supposed to be the the man deep. Slay should have most likely stayed underneath uh, and covered uh, uh, St. Brown. But Slay was most likely going for the deep receiver, thinking that Goff was looking that way uh, and trying to get a pick. So um, Slay should have probably stayed uh, more shallow and underneath and uh, and been on that, that, uh, that receiver. But he wasn't, so they completed uh, a 20-yard completion, 29-yard completion. That brings uh, the Lions then get first and 10 on our 42. Um, Goff is in the gun again. We bring four again. We can't get pressure. TJ Edwards is covering Raymond and gets beat deep. Epp gets turned around as, as Raymond is going deep. Uh, fortunately, the pass by Goff is short and falls incomplete. Uh, a stronger pass, uh, a more accurate pass, is easily a touchdown. And what I say by Epps getting turned around, um, when you're a corner in the NFL, the the way that you you play your receiver is you square up on them, you backpedal. If they cut left or cut right, you twist your hips and go with them. The last thing you should do is turn around and put your back to the to the line of scrimmage. Not only is it is it less efficient, uh, but now you, you lose your bearings. You don't know where the ball is. You can't keep an eye on the ball. You don't know what happened to the receiver. For all you know, in your spin, he cuts. Uh, you know, the different way. And now he's even even more open. So um, rough play by Epps. TJ Edwards trying to receive to, to cover a, a, a receiver like Raymond may not be is definitely a mismatch. So um, not that there's any excuses, but uh, but we understand. Um, in addition, TJ Edwards struggling to uh, to to cover him. Raymond, even though it fell incomplete, he was holding. Um, so all that really doesn't matter. But just kind of recapping some techniques there. So that brings up a first and 10. They have the ball in our 37. Uh, gun, Goff is in the gun again. Uh, throws it to the left to St. Brown, but it's thrown behind St. Brown. Still should have caught it, but he didn't. Drop the ball, thank goodness. Uh, so that brings up second and 10 on our 37. Uh, Goff throws a pass to the left to Hawkinson. Um, we bring four. No pressure, pressure. Can't get pressure. Hawkinson has a step on Gardner Johnson. Goff's pass is actually a little in front of Hawkinson, uh, but he's able to make a diving catch. Uh, we did challenge that play, but they ruled they ruled uh, the 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 call on the field as a complete pass stood, um, and that took one of our timeouts, and that did end the third quarter. So the third quarter ends with a score thirty eight to twenty one.
All right. Fourth quarter time, right? Fourth quarter. Um, so we start the fourth quarter. Uh, the, the Lions have the ball first and 10 on our 26. Uh, Goff drops back, throws a screen to the left to Swift. Um, when Goff throws the ball, all but two of our defenders are on the right half of the field. The only and, and we're talking about a screen to the left, right? Um, so they over uh, they overwhelmed the right hand side of the field. We all went we went with all of them. Javon Hargrave uh, and Reddick both missed tackles, and that screen turns into a twenty five yard uh, completion, uh, which gives them first and goal on our one. Um, they run Williams to the left for one yard and score a touchdown. Uh, so that makes the score thirty eight to twenty eight in favor of the Eagles. It was a six play seventy five yard penalty. Took two minutes and twenty five minutes, two minutes and twenty five seconds off the clock. Um, they kick off as a touchback, so we start the next series first and ten on our twenty five with fourteen minutes and sixteen seconds left in the game. Hurts in the gun, drops back, fakes to Sanders, rolls right, finds AJ Brown down the middle. Uh, throw has great protection, throws a quick, accurate pass. Uh, great catch and run by AJ Brown for twelve yards and a first and ten on our thirty seven. Uh, we run Miles Sanders to the left for three yards, brings up second and seven on our 40. Uh, we have another delay a game, never acceptable. Brings second and 12 uh, on our 35. Hertz is in the gun. He fakes to Sanders. He drops back. Only two receivers are in, in patterns downfield. Neither one of them are open. Um, even though we've kept so many people in the block, Anzalone has a clear shot on Hertz, uh, and their linebacker board gets around Togai, and they force Hertz to scramble to the right. No one continues to get open, so Hertz has to throw the ball away. Brings up third and 12 on our 35. Hertz is in the gun again. They bring seven. Uh, Hertz turns to his right, throws to an open Devontae Smith, but their defensive line, Bryant, knocks the ball down at the line of scrimmage. So um, another knocked ball, a ball knocked down. That's, that's unfortunate, uh, but better than an interception. So we got a fourth and 12 on our 35, and we punt. Detroit Lions start the next series first and 10 on their 20 with 12 minutes and 37 seconds left in the game. They run swift up the middle. Uh, they have, again, they're blocking both our defensive linemen and our second level linebackers. TJ Edwards was at the hole, but couldn't get around a block by Hawkinson. It's an 18 yard run, uh, which gives Detroit the ball first and 10 on their 38. Goff is in the gun. Again, we bring four. We aren't able to get any pressure. We're in zone. Uh, Josh Sweat, who is probably one of the, is not used to being in coverage, uh, is supposed to have the left flat. Uh, St. Brown, much faster, runs a solid pattern. He's wide open. Goff gets him the ball for a seven-yard completion. Brings up second and third. Detroit has the ball in their own 45. Um, Goff drops back again. We bring four. We can't get pressure. Reynolds has a step on Bradbury. Goddard has uh, Goff has plenty of time, uh, but slightly overthrows Reynolds for an incompletion. Um, had Goff thrown a more accurate pass, it's a touchdown because uh, uh, Reynolds did have a step on Bradbury. Fortunately, it falls incomplete, brings up third and three on Detroit. Uh, Detroit's forty-five. Um, Goff fumbles the snap. Cox uses an inside move to get past Stenberg and sacks Goff for a ten-yard loss. So the one good play, one significantly good play that the Cox had all game. And of course, he did his little, you know, celebrated uh, and and you know, crawled on the ground. So that brings up fourth and thirteen. Detroit has the ball in their thirty-five, so they punt. Uh, we get the ball back first and ten on our seventeen, with ten minutes and forty-one seconds left in the game. Uh, Hurts in the gun, um, RPO. He keeps it, cuts inside of a good Jackstall block. Um, but he, he, when you on this play, had he 
went outside of the block, most likely he would have run out of bounds and, and got more yards. Instead, he cuts inside, and that allows their corner Hughes to hit him low. Uh, Hughes was 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 uh, you know sprinting in in uh, you know in pursuit. Um, had Hertz kind of slowed around and then gunned it around the edge, he, you know he would have had Jack Stall in the uh, as a blocker in the way, but but decides to cut inside. So that brings up second and eight on our nineteen. Hertz in the gun again. It's a screen uh, to Sanders. Uh, Rodriguez is able to get around Dickerson's block pretty easily and tackle Sanders for a two-yard loss. So that brings up third and 10 on our 17. Hertz is in the gun again. He drops back, has excellent protection, uh, throws to the right to Devontae Smith, who's covered well by Okuda. The pass is short, uncatchable, uh, but fortunately, pass interference is called on Okuda. Um, even more un- uh, unfortunately, however, Lane Johnson uh, was under the impression, I believe anyway, that it was a screen. Um, he ran, he blocked, uh, his man on the right and then ran downfield. Uh, so clearly he was an ineligible man downfield. So those penalties, um, offset. Uh, so we are back at third and 10 on our 17 Hertz is in the gun. Again, they bring seven. We block everyone except for their safety. Hughes, who has a free shot at Hertz. Hertz does a great job avoiding the sack runs for a few yards. Um, after Hertz avoids Hughes, if he resets and looks downfield, he'd see a wide open AJ Brown running left to right. Um, if he throws that pass, it's easily a first down. Um, in addition, they brought seven. Um, Hughes got around the back of the the line. He didn't come up the middle or or, or any of that stuff. So if uh, Hertz, when he feels that pressure, climbs the pocket, there was a you know the linemen are taught to block in a in a you know a round. Uh, a pattern. So Hertz can progress climbing that pocket as the lineman uh, block and, and go around him. If he would have done that, he would have seen AJ Brown uh, throwing the pass and we would have got a first down, but, uh, uh, but he doesn't. So he scrambles to the right, gets two yards. So that brings up a fourth and eight on our 19. So we punt. It says there's an uh, offensive holding on Detroit. I'm not sure how that, that might have been a typo. So we punt the ball. Detroit gets the ball first and 10 on their 28 with 8 minutes and 19 seconds left in the game. Um, Goff throws a pass to the right to, to St. Brown for 5 yards, tackled by TJ Edwards. Brings up a second and 5 on Detroit's own 33. They run swift up the middle. Uh, Milton Williams does a great job shedding a double team um, by both Jackson and Decker. Stays in the hole. Stops Williams for a 1-yard game. Great play. Uh, stop Swift for a one-yard game. Uh, that brings up third and four. Detroit on their own thirty-four. Gaff throws a Goff throws a pass over the middle to Chark. We bring four. Josh Sweat uses an inside move on Decker to get in Goff's face, but Chark has a step on Maddox, uh, and the pass is accurate for thirteen yards. Brings up first and ten. Uh, Detroit has the ball on their own forty-seven. Um, they run to the right for no gain. Tua Pilatu does a great job shedding his block by Stenberg, and Reddick throws uh, Sewell, uh, Pinel Sewell, to the side uh, to stop the run for no gain. So great play by those guys. So that brings up second and 10. Detroit has the ball on their own 47. Uh, Goff this time throws a goes in the gun and throws a, a pass to the right to St. Brown. We bring four. Can't get any pressure. St. Brown has a step on Maddox, and Goff throws a quick, accurate pass for five yards. Brings up third and five. They have the ball in our 48. Goff again in the gun, drops back. We bring five. Graham gets a free release on the right side, but can't get to Goff in time. TJ Edwards starts on the right side of the ball and is covering Swift, who's lined up on the left side of the ball. Um, Swift goes left. Edwards already is in a disadvantage because he's 
uh, he's on the right side, can't close fast enough, Goff sees him, able to get an accurate pass to Swift out of the backfield for seven yards on a third and five. So that gives them first and 10 on our 41. Goff is in the gun again. He drops back. We bring four. We can't get any pressure again. Uh, we did. A, I think we did a very poor job of of uh, of pressuring the of Goff this this game. Um, he overthrows. Fortunately, overthrows Chark, who's well covered by Bradbury for an incompletion. That brings up second and ten on our forty-one. Goff is in the gun again and drops back. We bring five. Can't get pressure. Uh, this time, Goff overthrows Raymond, who had to step on Bradbury. Um, the reason Bradbury uh, was out of position is because his technique was poor. Uh, Bradbury stayed flat-footed as Raymond uh, ran in front of him um, and didn't move until Raymond was maybe a yard in front of him, uh, which means by the time Raymond gets there and makes a move, Bradbury's flat-footed and, and, and can't really react quickly enough. Again, Bradbury should be backpedaling, um, and when Raymond cuts, twists his hips and runs with him. Fortunately, it was a poor throw, um, and the ball is incomplete. But but uh, I think that's definitely something that we need. To, we you know some of these. I get frustrated anyway when when some of these uh, routine um, you know well known techniques are broken, uh, and it causes uh, issues in the play. Uh, so we got third and ten on the. Uh, they have the ball on our forty-one. We bring five. <clears throat> uh, our uh, uh, golf is in the gun. He drops back. We can't get any pressure. Um, Gardner Johnson holds his man at the top of the route. Uh, Goff's pass is, is too far in front of Hawkinson, but it's pass interference, which gives them a first and 10 on our 30. They run Swift up the middle for five yards, uh, tackled by Sweat. That gives them a second and five on our 25. Uh, Goff in the gun again, throws this time to the, the right to St. Brown. We bring four, can't get any pressure. St. Brown again has a step on Maddox. Goff's pass is accurate. Uh, fortunately, Kaiser White is is right there to hit St. Brown right after the after the catch. So it's only a three yard completion. Uh, but again, Maddox not not the best in coverage, right? Not the best. He's gotten burnt three or four times so far. Um, so the Lions have a third and two on our twenty two gun in the shotgun, um, or Goff in the shotgun. We bring four. Can't get pressure again. Goff turns to his right, throws a deep pass to Chark, who's well covered by Slay. Slay's looking at Chark. But right before the ball gets there, Slay turns to look uh, inside, so to the left, loses the ball, uh, and Chark catches it for a 22-yard touchdown. So it was good coverage by Slay, um, but right there at the end, he takes his ball off the receiver trying to look back, looks the wrong way. I don't know why he, he looked uh, inside instead of looking to the right where the receiver was, but um, he wasn't able to track the ball anymore, and it, and it uh, was caught by Chark for a touchdown. So that's a 22-yard touchdown. The extra point's good. Makes the score thirty-eight to thirty-five. That was eleven play, seventy-two yard, uh, uh, eleven play, seventy-two yard drive. It took four minutes and twenty-eight seconds off the clock. All right. Uh, so they kick off. Um, we get the ball. We run the back. Uh, uh, Watkins runs the ball to the nineteen. Uh, we get the ball first and ten on our our nineteen with three minutes and forty-nine seconds left in the game. We run Miles Sanders to the right for three yards. Uh, brings up second and seven on our 22. Run Miles Sanders again up the middle for five yards. Brings up third and two on our 27. Hurts <clears throat> uh, is in the gun. He hands off to Sanders. Uh, the hole is blocked by Hutchinson and Barnes. Sanders sidesteps to the left behind Dickerson while Barnes and Hutchinson run into Sam Alu. Sanders gets around Dickus Dickerson and takes off for 24 yards. Great job by Sanders at a, at a key point in the game. If we aren't able to convert and get a first down, we have to punt 
and then Detroit has a chance to come back and tie or, or win the game. Um, but but uh, Sanders keeps running, keeps uh, uh, moving his feet, keeps looking around, keeps sliding to the left where the opening was, uh, and that twenty four yards is a first gives us a first and ten on Detroit's forty nine. Um, we run Boston Scott to the right for a yard. Detroit calls their second timeout with one fifty five left in the game. Second and nine on their forty eight. We run Boston Scott to the uh, left for eight yards. Uh, Detroit caused their third timeout with 150 left in the game. Brings up third and one on Detroit's 40. We're going Boston Scott up the middle for no gate. No, excuse me, for no gain. Uh, brings up a fourth and one on Detroit's 40 with a minute six left. Uh, uh, Hertz gets in the uh, uh, in the uh, under the center and runs a quarterback sneak for one yard. Gives us a first down, and we technically there's a penalty. Too many men on the field. Uh, but then we kneel on it, and and that ends the game. So, uh, the game ends thirty eight thirty five. As we all know, great game by our offensive line had some uh, you know some struggles with 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 Kelsey and Dickerson communicating. I'm sure they'll get that resolved. Our defense, however, needs to do a better job shedding blocks on the run, um, and we got to tighten up some of our technique. But overall, I mean, a good game hurts. Uh, Hertz did well. Um, I wouldn't say he had a great game, but he had a good game. There were moments when if he if he uh, stopped running and, and brought the ball down and, and looked downfield, he could have found receivers that would have gained more yards and or just helped him avoid hits. Uh, but again, good game. Uh, it was a win against what looks like is going to be a pretty decent, um, a pretty decent Detroit Lions team. All right. Um, let's get to a couple of game highlights here. So the offensive starters were uh, tight end Goddard. And Jack Stoll, so we had a double tight end set. Left tackle Malata, left guard Dickerson, center Kelsey, right guard Sayamalu, right tackle Johnson. The wide receivers were AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Of course, Hertz was our quarterback, and running back was Miles Sanders. Uh, Hertz stats: He was eighteen for thirty-two, which is a fifty-six point three percent completion percentage. He threw for two hundred forty-three yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Not a good completion percentage, and he started out rough. I forget what the first it was: zero for or one for like six. So. Um, a little bit better after that, but but not the again statistically not a very good game. His quarterback rating was only eighty point six. He added seventeen rushes for ninety yards. It's a five point three average and one rushing touchdown. Um, again, I, I don't want him to run that much. Um, whether it was planned or not, I want him to look down the field and throw the ball more often. Right? I don't want him to get injured. Um, he was, according to Pro Football Focus, Hertz did receive the third highest passer grade rating in uh, week one. Um, he was blitzed on 57, I'm sorry, 50% of his passing plays, which is the second most in week one, and he didn't have any turnover. So that is excellent. So uh, definitely props for Hertz. Not only did he avoid the sack often, and I think he did a great job with that, he was, he was uh, safe with the ball, no turnovers. Um, again, the only complaint I have is that he that oftentimes he should have pulled the ball down and thrown it versus running. Of course, Miles Sanders was our leading rusher. He had 13 rushes for 96 yards. That is a, a, an amazing 7.4 average rush uh, yards per carry. He did have one touchdown. Um, all of our touchdowns uh, were rushing, uh, and all of our running backs, including Hertz, had one. Sanders, Gainwell, and Scott all had one, and of course, Hertz. Uh, A.J. Brown was our leading receiver. He had a great game. He had 10 receptions on 13 targets for 155 yards. That's a 15.5 average. He had 128 yards in the first half, which is a career high for him. Um, Devontae Smith had zero catches on four targets. One of them he should have had. Uh, the other ones he wasn't open, but but rough game for Devontae Smith. But you know what? Uh, he'll have. I'm sure he'll have his moments. 
Um, our defensive starters were, uh, uh, so we have defensive tackles, Cox and Hargrave. Uh, Sweat was our defensive end. We had linebacker uh, uh, Reddick, Edwards, and White. Uh, corners, Bradbury and Slay. Uh, Maddox was our nickel corner. Uh, and our safeties were Gardner, Johnson, and Epps. Um, our defense allowed Swift to run for 144 yards on 15 carries. I mentioned that Sanders, 7.4 uh, 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 yards per rush were, were excellent. Swift averaged 9.6. And a touchdown. Very poor. That's something we have to definitely work on. However, uh, Goff only completed 21 of 37 passes, which is 56.8%, which is low. Uh, 215 yards. He did have two touchdowns, but he did have one pick. Uh, his rating was slightly worse than uh, than Hertz. Uh, Hertz had a 80.6. Uh, uh, Goff had an 80.3. Um, our defense did force that one turnover, uh, a 27-yard pick six by Bradbury. Um, and I mentioned Jordan Davis uh, on defense did very well against the run, as I expected. I never expected Jordan Davis to be a sack, uh, a significant sack producer. Um, and with his size, I expected him to be a big run blocker. I expected his speed to help when um, chasing down quarterbacks that are already running, not necessarily getting to them in the backfield. Um, he had 15 run snaps and stopped the ball, stopped uh, two runs, which is good. Um, multiple plays, he forced the running backs to make cuts. Uh, and change their direction. Um, when he was in, when Davis was in the uh, in the game, which was only 22 defensive snaps, the Eagles' defense only allowed 2.9 yards per carry, and they ran against uh, Jordan Davis. It wasn't like all of his snaps were um, were uh, were passes. Our third down uh, efficiency, we were 10 for 17, which is 58.8 percent. They were nine for 14 on third down, which is 64.3. Um, fourth down, we were two for three. Uh, 66.7%. They were one for one. Uh, in the red zone, we were four for five, which is 80%. Uh, they were four for four. Uh, goal to go, uh, we were four for five, um, and they were three for three. And we had 455 total yards to their 386. Uh, we had 10 penalties for 61 yards. Uh, take away those two um, um, uh, delay of games, that's, that's eight for 51, which is a little bit better. Uh, but they had seven for 65. Um, so after this week, the NFC East standings, uh, which you probably already know, but I'm going to tell you anyway because it's, it's exciting to me. Uh, the Eagles are in first place technically because we scored the most points um, uh, at 1-0. Uh, Washington is in number two at 1-0. The Giants are 1-0 in third place, all three-way tie. And the Cowgirls are 0-1 uh, with their loss. All right, let's get to some Eagles news. Uh, offensive tackle Lane Johnson restructured his contract, converting about $5.88 million of his base salary to a signing bonus. In addition, kicker Jake Elliott restructured his contract, uh, converting $2.715 million of his uh, base into a signing bonus. And lastly, offensive lineman Isaac Sayamalu, who actually was probably our worst offensive lineman in this game, got bull rushed a couple of times, struggled a little bit. He also restructured his contract converting about $4.615 million of his base into a signing bonus. What that all means is that we have added an additional $9.5 million of cap space, which is important in the middle of the season, something that uh, that um, that the the, the uh, executives like to have, Howie Roseman specifically, likes to have around $10 million of space, just in case you got to make some midseason moves. Um, now, because let's go to the first, we're going to start with the injury update, a little out of order according to my, my paper here. Um, 
Derek Barnett, I mentioned he tore his ACL or hurt himself uh, on that one play out for the season. Uh, he's going to be on IR, um, and Teron Jackson is probably going to replace him. We also signed defensive engineerius Robinson to the active roster from the Vikings practice squad. Uh, Janarius Robinson is 6'5", 258, played four years at Florida State. Uh, while he was there, he played in 35 games, had 104 tackles, 55 of them solo. He had 20 and a half tackles for a loss, eight sacks, and two forced fumbles. Uh, in his in his final season at Florida State in 2020, he started nine of all nine of nine games played. He had 26 tackles, seven for a loss, which was that seven tackles for a loss was second on the team, and he had three sacks, which led his team. Uh, he also led the Seminoles in hurries. He was drafted in the fourth round, 134th overall in the 2021 NFL Draft by Minnesota, and was in, was on injured reserve in his rookie season. Um, so we signed him due to the uh, the the injury to Derek Barnett. Um, some quick NFL news: the Broncos Seahawks uh, game on ESPN slash ABC was the most watched Monday Night Football game since 2009, and the most watched Week One Monday Night Football game since 2006, and had about 19.85 million viewers across all platforms. I talk about this kind of stuff: NFL news, NFL viewership, because that that indirectly affects the Eagles, right? The more people that watch the NFL. The more money they make, the more powerful the organization is, for good or bad, and the more likely the NFL sticks around for the rest of my lifetime. <laughs> all right, let's get to the world famous, probably what you guys have all been waiting for as a second to the most in-depth play-by-play uh, um, recap, the uh, bald eagle fact. Now, if you're not aware, the bald eagle fact is uh, one of my favorite things of my podcast, especially during the offseason. Uh, but what I do is I look back and I try and find interesting facts about the Eagles. Pretty self-explanatory, right? But some of the things that I'll do are um, I'll talk about every um, uh, uh, every Eagles uh, um, leader in passing, uh, the Eagles leaders in rushing and, and things like that, sacks. Uh, we'll talk about former drafts. Um, we'll talk about um, their coaches, uh, some of their their greatest games as as um, as listed by the NFL's uh, NFL 100. Uh, we'll also go over every year that they've been in the league, and that's what we're going to do today. We're on the Eagles' 12th year in the league, which was in 1944. Um, in that 12th year, the head coach was Greasy Neal. Uh, their home field was Scheib Park. They held their training camp at Westchester University. Um, that year, the draft was held on April 19th, 1944, and there was 32 rounds. Um, it was only 10 teams in the league, so it's not as bad as you think. Um, now, they started to structure the draft to benefit the, the, the weaker teams, and so in this year, um, in rounds two and four, only the five teams with the lowest winning percentage got to pick. Um, this year, the Eagles alternated with the Steelers in picking either the fourth or ninth pick in each round. The way it worked uh, is every team got a pick in each round. Uh, so we had 30 picks. We didn't get those two because we didn't have the lowest winning percentage. We weren't one of the five worst teams the year before. But of our 30 picks, only one of them uh, went to the Pro Bowl and eventually became part of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and that was Steve Van Buren. Uh, he was a halfback, if you're not aware, uh, from LSU that was drafted first uh, in the first round, fifth overall. Um, back then, it was a 10-game schedule. Um, during those 10 games, our offense scored the most points in the NFL with 267. Uh, that's easily, uh, if you think about records now, that's easily, what, nine games if you have a strong team. Um, so it's actually not that far off, right? Nine, nine, uh, 10 games is 26. Ah, 
eh, you know. Um, we led the league in rushing attempts with 424. We led the league in rushing yards with 1,663. And we led the league in rushing touchdowns with 23. And rushing yards per attempts with 3.9. Now, as good as our offense was uh, rushing, uh, our defense was just as poor. Um, we were ninth out of 10 teams, so second last in passing attempts, our defense, we allowed 136, and we were second to last in passing yards with 941. Um, I'm sorry, I take that back. Our offense was great in rushing. Our offense sucked in passing. Our offense was second last in pass attempts and second last in passing yards. Our defense allowed the least amount of yards in the NFL with 1,937, um, and we allowed the least amount of first downs with 86. We also led the league in opponents' rushing yards. We allowed the least amount of rushing yards with 558. Uh, we had the um, the best opponents' rushing yard per attempt at 1.7. We were second in the league in interceptions with 33. Uh, but again, our defense struggled with passing. We were third last, so 8 out of 10 uh, in our opponents' passing attempts with 231. And we were 7 um, out of 10 in opponents' passing yards. Um with 1,379 and passing touchdowns with 12. So defense, passing defense struggled just like our passing offense did. Uh, speaking of passing, our, our lead quarterback was Roy Zimmerman. He started all 10 games. He was he completed 39 passes with uh, uh, out of 105 attempts. That's a 37.1% completion percentage, very poor, uh, but not horrible back in the day. Um, he had 785 passing yards, 8 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and a 50 quarterback rating. He also added 26 rushes for a, a, a negative, a loss of 84 yards. But somehow, even though he lost 84 yards on those 26 rushes, he still had two rushing touchdowns. And then he did have, uh, he was a corner, so he did have four interceptions for 36 yards on defense. So even the quarterback back in 1944 played both ways. Uh, Steve Van Buren, that, uh, that rookie that we drafted that eventually went to the Hall of Fame, was our leading rusher. Started six of nine games his rookie year. He had 80 rushes for 444 yards, which is a 5.6 average. He had five rushing touchdowns. He also had 15 punt returns for 230 yards and a touchdown. Eight kick returns for 266 yards and a touchdown. And on defense, he had five interceptions for 47 yards. Again, played both ways. Mel Bleeker was our leading receiver. He started three of the nine games he played. He had eight receptions for 299 yards, which is a 37.4 average and four touchdowns. Uh, he had 60 rushes for 315 yards, which is a 5.3 average and four rushing touchdowns. He also had an interception on defense because he played both ways. That year, he was the NFL's top receiver. He had the second longest reception in the NFL for 75 yards. The top receiver as far as yards. He had more receiving yards than, than anybody else. Uh, he had the second longest reception in the NFL with, with a 75-yard reception. Uh, he was third in the NFL in total touchdowns with eight. Um, and third in the NFL with rushing yards per attempt at 5.3. Uh, he was fourth in yards from scrimmage with 614, sixth in points scored with 48, and he led the Eagles in both touchdowns and scoring. And then uh, our lead man on defense, not a lot of defensive stats. They didn't have sacks, they didn't have tackles, but they did have interceptions, and Ernie Steele led our defense with six interceptions for 113 yards. Um, we ended up that, uh, finishing that year 7-1-2, and two. That was good enough to get a second in the NFL Eastern Division. Uh, the New York Giants were first in 8-1-1. One, and one. Uh, Back then, only the top team in the division went to the playoffs, so we did not make the playoffs for the 12th 
season in a row. So we haven't made the playoffs yet since we've been in the NFL. Um, the Washington Redskins were in third place with a six, three and one record. The Boston Yanks were in fourth place with a two and eight record. And the Brooklyn Tigers were in last place. Uh, oh, and 10. So that was the 1944 NFL season where, which was the Eagles 12th NFL season. So, uh, let's get to a couple uh, a couple more things here. So um, so I mentioned uh, six pack coverage. I mentioned Philly sports trips, La Terrain. One other one other uh, place you want to go and visit is um, the Painted Lines. So the Painted Lines is a great group of guys as well. They're mostly uh, 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 sports podcasts, but they also stream on some of our stuff. We stream on theirs. So go check out the Painted Lines. Um, in addition, do me a favor and check out all of Philly Sports Alliance's shows. Um, Mondays, we have the football smack talk show at six o'clock and that's got, um, Ryan Reese and Eric Ward. That is an NFL show. They talk about all teams. They're both Eagles fans though. So there was some emphasis on the Eagles. Um, on Mondays at seven 30, there's a diamond club podcast that's featuring, uh, John Hunter, Chris Lahiff and Danny Hart. And that's going to get y'all caught up on all things Phillies. Uh, Tuesdays at six 30 is the Philly broadcast. That's a four sports, uh, four Philly sports uh, podcast with Ryan Reese and Ryan Finneran. So you get you get Sixers, you get Flyers, you get um, uh, Phillies, and you get the Eagles. So you get all four sports, uh, Philly sports. So we got you all covered right there. Wednesdays at six. You're especially during the the regular season. You're watching the Bald Eagle podcast to get the most in depth play by play analysis uh, anywhere. After my show at 8 p.m. is uh, Mike Sports. That is a, a football podcast featuring Eric Ward and Jay Landry, all NFL. Uh, and this time, Eric Ward is an Eagles fan, but Jay Landry is a Cowgirls fan. So we have two pretty competing uh, um, uh, uh, fans. And, and things might get a little, uh, a little uh, uh, chippy on their show. Um, uh, on Thursdays, you have Tendies on Patterson, which is a Flyers podcast featuring Paul Bacho, Jack Griffin, and Chris Lahiff. And last but not least, on Thursdays at 7, we have Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. That is a wrestling podcast featuring Eric Ward and Mike Rouse. Of all my, the other podcasts, of course, I love my logo the best, but I like that TLC logo. Pretty sweet looking. So check out all those, uh, all those shows. Go to, go to uh, all of the socials and follow uh, the Philly Sports Alliance. Um, follow um, uh, uh, the Bald Eagle Podcast. Look me up on all sports, uh, on all socials. You know, when I'm on at Wednesdays at 6, if you don't have time to watch the whole show, pop in, like, uh, and share to your timeline. That gets me a lot more uh, coverage. Tell your friends about it. Uh, follow me on social media. Now, I'm either at Bald Eagle 4133 or you can search the Bald Eagle Podcast. Now, be careful. If you just type in uh, Bald Eagle, or the bald eagle, you're going to get some actual bald eagles, not the uh, the best eagles podcast in in uh, existence. So uh, type in the bald eagles podcast. Um, follow um, Philly Sports Alliance. Uh, follow all their socials. Check out all the those podcasts I mentioned. Um, check out Six Pack Coverage, The Painted Lines, and go to Philly Sports Trips and uh, and join us on our trip down to DC. All right, that's everything I got this week. Uh, next week we'll be talking about the Minnesota, uh, uh, the Minnesota win and how, and I'll again, go over in detail how we beat the Minnesota Vikings and what we did well, uh, for now go birds. <laughs>